I'm ready. Five, four, three, two, one. Brought to you by McQuano Coffee Roasters, McQuanoCoffee.com. Coming to you live, and by that we mean not really live, from the Nakatomi Cigar Room in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state, it's the Gut Check Press Podcast with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zachary Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. Sorry about the air conditioner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio, in Nakatomi Smoke Room. In the last hurrah yeah. of, of this iteration of the Nakatomi of Smoke the OG Lounge. Smoke Room, yeah. I'm Ted Cluck. Uh, joined as always. I already said that, didn't I? Did I did I already introduce myself? As I don't know, I interrupted Cluck? you and I messed up your flow, so just keep That's on. okay. Well, anyway, again, I'm Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friend, my partner in radio, Zachary Bartles. Joined also by our partners in life, our wives, Aaron and KK. And my son, Tristan, uh, who's 20. He's smoking a cigar with us, uh, enjoying the program, enjoying a live taping. He's just looking um, cool over there. We're here in Michigan. I'm here to speak at camp and do some in-law time on the beach, which I have just done. And uh, now I'm, I'm here to spend a couple of days with you guys. Ted, let me put a quick plug yeah. in for something. Yeah. You I have that lighter. You produced three essays from the beach. I, yeah, the Lake I Michigan sure Chronicles, volumes one through three. Mm-hmm. They went out via the Cluck the Cluck Stack Substack, which you yep. run with with Tristan, with present Mister Tristan Cluck. Little joint venture. They were freaking hilarious. If people aren't on your Substack, they just go to Cluck Cluck dot Substack You should do that. I wish there was a way for you to give like a one dollar discount to patron members who yeah. uh, of the gut check program who wanted to do it you know what i bet if we think it through i can think of a really nice premium to give to those people or send to those people some way to like put a little skin in the game on my end so mm. that um so make when, when they while. make it worth their while when they subscribe to the the cluck Substack um as tier ones as kind of gut check family members uh, we can make it worth their while because, baby, we have the best fans in radio, and it's not even close. Do you agree? I I do, but listen, does that even include your other podcasts, Ted? Well, here's the thing, <laughs> um, and I I kind of undersold this on my other podcast. And of course, the Lord has something to say about people who stir up dissension between brothers. But <laughs> that's right. Well, Zach, as you know, I have a podcast that's going away soon. Um, I heard of that. I'm on the home stretch, baby. A couple of months with this other podcast, and then you know what happens? I've got more time to think about this program. I got more time to think about this beautiful baby show, how we grow it, how it changes, how we expand our empire. I'm getting excited about that. And I'm getting excited about all the fans we're going to get when I close the other show down. You know what I mean? You think there are people who are... Are you going to Are you gonna like... Offer the on-ramp, like, listen to our last show, but make sure that you tune into the Gut Check podcast and the Cluck podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We're lighting up, by the way, Cohibas, which is why, A, you can hear us, like, stop talking and and click-clack of the lighter, and B, why you can tell we're the kind of guys who ash our cigars with our drivers while we golf. Yeah. This is a high-end smoke. 
Yeah, it's Cohibas feel very high end to me. Even though they're not, yeah. Even though they're not anymore. <laughs> they used to be, and I still think of them in that way. Or they way. convinced a certain swath of people that they were. I don't know that they ever really were. Anything that gets purchased at Wild Bills feels less right. high end. Although, I think they actually had two different Davidovs for a while. Dude, really? And, and honestly, the cigars from there are pretty well... Dude, they're good. The humidor is well yeah. stocked. They take yeah. care of them. Yeah, I mean, the problem is this: that you have to walk through the gauntlet of vaping and yeah, you have to walk through a lot of despair yeah. to get there. Yeah, yeah a lot of yeah. really, really <laughs> sad despair. things. Yeah, yeah. So there was a little like kind of room within the very small room that is Wild Bill's um, designated high noon mm-hmm. before, and it was like where all the bongs and crap are for like because weed has become such a thing here in. Michigan, since it was legalized. And uh, now there's the sign's gone because the whole front of the store, sans the walk-in humidor, <laughs> mm-hmm. is just bongs and crap. The it's, whole state is essentially uh, the yeah. front of a Wild Bills, you know? <laughs> no free shout-outs. But we've already given Wild Bills way too much airtime. Yeah, yeah. You know who we should talk about? We should talk about where you got that beautiful baby watch. Okay, baby, talk about... I was about- noticing that watch at lunch today, and yeah. I thought, very well, you know, it, it would be hard not to notice because it's very shiny. It's very flashy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You're going to get an episode flashy. graphic on, that, on yeah. that watch. I want you to hold it up by your face with that, that sweet-looking you know, fedora serious? you got you want, going. I want you to you give me whatever's in your pouty? heart. How about what? Pouty. pouty. No, we don't do pouty. <laughs> Wrong podcast, buddy. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, a good, that's a good picture, nice, dude. I'm going to get a close-up on it, too. I think Ted's go. become very photogenic. There was a He's time... He's become very photogenic. Yeah, I don't know That's if That's a very interesting statement is, on multiple it, levels. Sort of like backhanded, but not. I feel like that needs to yeah. be unpacked no. a Damning with faint praise. <laughs> so you, you have the floor. You can unpack that and we'll... Uh, yeah. I use that as an unqualified compliment. Well, I appreciate that, baby. I love you. Every um, single picture we've taken in the last... Year, year plus, I've just been like, wow, you look fantastic. You always look great in the pictures. And he, he must be less self-conscious than he used to be. I don't know if he's yeah, just was found very the right You were very self-conscious. Or if the, I don't, or, I mean, the new haircut and the the stubbly, the, the gray stubble is very becoming. <laughs> Dude, it I is. appreciate it. You're looking good, buddy. Yeah, he, thank you, baby. I appreciate that. You good. look good as well. Um, he was a very, very good looking young man. And well, he is a very good looking. I think I had an awkward stage, and it was like my thirties. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think I was I was very handsome as a twenty year old. Most people are. Tristan's twenty looks like a million bucks. <laughs> I'm just everyone's okay. Don't worry. Yeah, everyone's okay. <laughs> yeah, but then like I don't know. My thirties. It's not even great. that I think there was a bad stage. It's just yeah. suddenly it's just better than ever. But well, that's an interesting it. topic. Mm-hmm. What was everyone's most awkward stage? I mean, what I need to hear before we get into everybody's thing uh-huh. is what about your 30s was particularly <laughs> awkward? Because for most well, people, it's like, you know, 13 <laughs> through 15 or something. Yeah, that was awkward, too. Now, I knew you through almost all of your 30s. Through almost all of my 30s. It so maybe it wasn't that you were awkward, it's that you felt awkward. Well, I, I think I didn't know how to get my picture taken. I, I do think you... you know? You didn't look awkward in yourself, but I think you were self-conscious about pictures. It was yeah. the beginning of the, the era of the selfie and all that. Yeah, it was. There That's were a lot, true. There were and it was the beginning of like cell phone cameras, yeah. so like yes. it was more of an issue. I yeah, do I remember think... about five years where any time you pointed a camera at Ted, he'd be like... <laughs> and then he realized <laughs> one day, can't... wait, this is also what Ronnie's doing. And then he stopped. Yeah. Immediately. 
Yeah. Well, and I think um, you you didn't want to adapt to the new technology and the, and the sort of selfie glorification thing. So you sort of held yourself back. You held mm-hmm. yourself distant from it. I did. And now you're not obsessed with selfies, but when a selfie opportunity occurs, you, know you just lean into it. I want to hear you guys on this too. You know, you know what I think is freeing and interesting about middle age is that, and, the, and this ties into the watch, so we can get back to that. Oh, right. Yeah. You sort of, like I've stopped being a guy in the way that like, like women don't recognize me anymore. It's like I'm wallpaper. Uh, I can just true. come and go. Just you know? this morning, it happened. Well, he's in Lansing, and in Lansing, like meth heads always <laughs> compliment right. Ted's hats. That's, right. That's true. It was in Holland, but anyway. Well, I don't know. I just have the sense that I can move about now, kind of unabated and unnoticed, and it's hey, kind of you're not a guy. Don't be a guy. The world is full, full of, of guys. guys. <laughs> That's right. Um, I don't know. I'm just moving around a little freer. I, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I have less of a sense that people are looking at me, but regarding the watch, um, I don't know. I like, I like kind of flashy things. And like, to me, if you're going to wear a watch, like wear a watch. And, um, this watch is gaudy. It's ridiculous. I like a ridiculous (laughs) watch. I I like ridiculous things from time to time. And, uh, this definitely fits the bill. Now, did you see like a still where Ruben of Ocean's Eleven fame was wearing a similar watch and that led you down that path. Not specifically, but it did lead me down the path in as much as like, this really felt like the type of watch that he would wear. Yeah, okay. So whenever I run across something that I feel like he would wear, I'm drawn to it. These are Terry Benedict's casinos. (laughs) Now, I'd like to know, I feel like watches, shoes, and cars Mm -hmm. are are arenas in which you go gaudy. And my glasses. Well, yes. How gaudy of a car would you go for? <laughs> well, that, like if money was no object, how far would you take that? This is fascinating. It's a really good question. I want to hear the rest of the group on this too. But um, I feel like everything in my life has to be a gesture. And it has to be a gesture with like a story attached to it. Okay. And so if the car had some meaning beyond just, I want people to look at my car. Then I, almost anything would be on the table. So right now, mm. the, the headspace that I'm in, I want a car that's analog. I want mm. a car that's 80s, that doesn't have a computer in it. I want crank windows. I want a convertible again. So I'm kind of having convertible feelings. So I think I'd go kind of flashy, 80s convertible, analog kind of kind of car. I get the 80s and the analog. I'd want to go Oldsmobile. There you go. Boat, tank. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's Right angles. Of, that sort of dovetails with where you live, though, and your your shared right. history. So, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that would be a gesture of and a my, sword, and my I like my first uh, car ever was yeah. similar. It wasn't a, it wasn't About actually three, an Oldsmobile, but three miles a gallon of gas. <laughs> no, no, you can get you can get decent gas mileage. You know, Oldsmobiles were yeah. were awesome in and the nineties. And you can use leaded gas if you can find it, dude. Wait. I'll have you know. I, I guess I forgot that that was a thing. <laughs> I can you... specify unleaded still. Yeah. I took you on our second date in an Oldsmobile. It was my parents' like I, fawn-colored oh, Oldsmobile. I remember the fawn-colored Buick. Yeah, and I detailed. Oh, wait, Buick. It. No, it was an Oldsmobile. The same thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. It was an Oldsmobile. The same thing. They used to have a Buick. They had a Buick. Been out of Michigan too long. Yeah, yeah. So, Aaron, what would you? What would your flashy car be if you were well, going to do that? So, I grew up with a black 1955 Thunderbird. Uh, convertible. Because your dad's quite a car guy. Well, the, yeah, my parents are both from Detroit, mm-hmm. and that was actually my grandfather's car. My dad kind of rebuilt it, 
put seat belts in it, you know, mm-hmm. a couple things like that. But we mm-hmm. used to go to car shows all the time for T-Birds that mm-hmm. were only 1955, 56, or 57. Those were the only people who could go. So he had certain proclivities that were very... Um, right. Yeah. But we also had a 1972 red T-top Corvette mm. for a short time, and that's what I would want. Dude, those were fire, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Those were incredible. My aunt had one of those of that era, and it was orange, and it was so, like... Yeah, it's just striking. Yeah. You know, it looked really cool. It looked like a Led Zeppelin song yeah. if that could be a car. Well, you so know? you'd have to have a different car for most of the year in yeah. Michigan. Yeah. But that would be a really fun summer car. Okay. Well, so I don't know what a T-top is. It's, what does it's that mean? Where instead of the whole top of the car coming off for a convertible, it comes off in two pieces, and there's a metal thing over the top that looks like a T, and that's why yeah. they call it That a way, T-top. if you roll, there's a chance you won't get crushed. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's just easier to take the top off. One person can take it off. Much more easily. Would you just take half off? <laughs> no, you don't just take half off. You know, later on, they made it so that uh, one person could take the uh, convertible top off by pushing a button. Yes, that's true. But I, I wouldn't want to get to that point because that's something that can go wrong. Ted wants the yeah. crank down. Yeah, that's what top. I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, here's a question, though. Yeah, Does your desire to have the analog car, mm-hmm. does it just come from nostalgia or does it also come from these things that are on the horizon cars that... Um, we, we've got a buddy who's a engineer mm-hmm. for uh, one of the, the big car manufacturers, and he told us that they're working on stuff like it tracks your eyes, and if your eyes yeah. drop from the windshield for like more than half a second, your car automatically slows down, yes, uh, or pulls over to the side of the road, or crap like that, or like you have to pay extra for the full speed of the car, otherwise it'll hobble you, or like wouldn't you rather just always have the thing yes. you own? Full control. It's like how we it. like yeah. software that you. I, I was listening to some old Gut Check podcast uh-huh. the other day. Uh, every once in a while, I just zip all the way near the back of it mm-hmm. and listen to one because it's fun. Yeah, and uh, we were we were whining about we weren't whining because we're men. Yeah. We were grousing about uh, <laughs> how you used to be able to pay like seventy bucks for some software and you get a box. Yeah, you get a window. You, you see the CD. You have to you'd have rent it. it now. Well, like yes, is that nuts? The oh, cover of the box. Oh, makes me so angry. Yes, yeah. Yeah. the little yeah. Velcro thing. Yeah, the little oh, Velcro thing. I love the Velcro thing. There's copy. There's pictures. Yeah, you could use it as long as you wanted. It's yeah. going to be the same thing with cars now. Uh, yeah. We're going to be like, oh, you used to buy a car and you could just drive it. And now you've got to pay for like the oh. right to brake every See? month or something. <laughs> oh, you're, oh, I'm behind on my braking payments, so I can't yeah, stop. Yeah, I, I want to zag hard on that, dude. I, I want to go the other way. When when there's a price for something and it's not really the price for the thing. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you actually, that's the base price. And once you add seats and, you know, <laughs> windows yeah. and, you know, tires, then it's actually, I I feel like that. a man should know his car, should be in command of his vehicle. There should be a relationship between a person and their vehicle. And, like, what 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 kind of distresses me about this digital world that you're describing is that it's distressing the the car yeah the car kind of does everything but like i want to be a part of it that's why i drive a manual transmission i enjoy shifting through the otherwise you would take public transportation sure if i want to just take a train i'll take a train right ted everything you just said sounded like i know lloyd never talks about Mm -hmm. cars but lloyd dobler that's exactly what he would say dude there was a great car scene though and say anything where he's teaching diane court how to drive a a manual transmission well her father looks on forlornly having lost his baby to a kickboxer what a great what a great scene though um for all those reasons but also like man knowing car reasons yeah um yeah so where'd you get that watch so (laughs) (laughs) 
Here's the story behind the watch. And I, I want to be clear and I want to assent intellectually to something. I know the watch is ridiculous, right? So, like, <laughs> let's start there. I think it might be a um, little big on you. Did you, a, did you notice me notice it? I, I don't know that I noticed you okay. noticing it. I don't like that there was a noticing, noticing no, it. No, it was, I mean, it was, I just, I noticed it and I'm like, I wonder if I shouldn't make it clear that I'm noticing this. Well, the, no, you were You're fine because really I didn't notice, but. <laughs> <laughs> the other part I of noticed it, you noticing him. Notice you notice it. The other part of this dynamic that I do want to hear the rest of the room on is I feel like I get bored easily now. And like, if I'm bored, I don't know. I want to, I want to become unbored and it doesn't take much like a new project or like for me, buying this watch was like a becoming less bored thing, you know? No, it's becoming less bored, yeah. not becoming less boring. Like, cause that's well, that like something too. where if they, yeah. if you felt like, gosh, I feel like my style is kind of boring right now. I got to zhuzh it up, you know, yeah. you get yeah. something flashy. No, this feels, yeah, it feels very Ruben Tishkoff and that, that's what drew me to it. So Zach, to answer your question, I got this on a website uh, or not even a website, it was an app called Timu. And my experience with Timu is as follows. Um, I would visit like normal websites like NFL.com or um, I don't know, like things that I read online or whatever. And they would always like open up a window. There was an ad for like, you get this pair of running shoes, right? And they look like Nikes. They look like they came out of the same sweatshop that Nikes come out of. <laughs> Except you could get the shoe for nine dollars, uh-huh. and it was Timu. This doesn't sound like a Chinese company or do anything. Do you get the, like nonstop ads for Timu? No, I've never I do. seen them. I, yeah. I don't get non-Timu ads anymore. Really? They're like like uh, an angry lady rushing in and stomping on a bunch of drones because they must be fake. So I resisted. No, they're not. They're fake. They're real. So I resisted this for a long time. Right? I would see these ads and I would go, "That's too good to be true. It must be a scam. I'm not going to do it." But then. Uh, I began to like encounter people in my life, including my son. Oh. I'd be like, where'd you get that pocket knife or whatever? And he would, he would be like, it was $3 on Timu. And I'm like, so you, you placed the order and the stuff came and he's like, yeah, like I've had 100% success with it. Here's how it works. Tons of shipping cost and no, a long wait? None. Kind of a long, a smidge of a long wait, but not that long. Like a three medium weeks. wait. But I've the, bought the other stuff you from China that is the longer. thing that comes. The thing you order is the thing that comes. Okay. Here's how it works, okay? And it, they should really be sponsoring this episode. Yeah. I feel like they're getting a free shout out for like 20 minutes here. But the, th- <laughs> the thing about Timu is you're, <laughs> and it's so stupid, dude. And I'm so embarrassed that like I'm kind of delighted by this right now. But your order has to be minimum $10. So you put stuff in your cart. And as long as you eclipse the $10 mark, then you can place the order. So, for example, um, maybe this watch was like $4. And a pair of like fake Yeezy slides was $7 or whatever. And then I'm, so I'm at 11, I'm over 10, I can place the order. Free shipping? Free shipping. I got to do this. Baby, let's do this. Let's do it as a project. Yes, do an order together. Let's do an order together on the air. Do a gut check order. And Zach, they have the most random crap, dude. It's it. And it's kind of, there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. Um, There might be a, I don't know, a really cool pocket knife or a pair of running shoes. Or or ice cube trays. Gaudy watches or chains. I got this chain on Timu. (laughs) It has, uh, it's boxing gloves. Like a little diamond boxing gloves. It's as close as you've gotten to a gut check pendant so far. Yes, exactly. I'm still waiting for that pendant. But um, anyway, I'm having a nice time with it. And it's kind of... Here's what's fun about summer when you're a professor. Like the ebb and flow of time changes. So I kind of get time 
to be, and the week at the lake was really like this, the right kind of board, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The kind of board where you get more creative, but you're not like, I don't know, bummed out by it or whatever. Yeah. Just a nice kind of boredom. Um, he did start a new screenplay, but we can get to that later. Yeah, your thoughts on any of that. Also, that screenplay, I think, might be one that we could collab on. But let's let's close the loop on Timu and the watch, and we got to do well, Macarena and... I also have ordered stuff off of Timu. Mm-hmm. I think simultaneously, without telling each other, we were kind of circling around Timu, trying to decide how we felt about it. As a couple, we were holding hands and circling around it. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a nice one. So, um, my experience with Timu <laughs> is, I don't know what I saw that that made me think I'm gonna I'm gonna try this. But for me, you know. Clothing is something that I'm, I'm just always going to be looking at. And so I was getting all these ads. And so I finally decided to pull the trigger. And there was something in particular that I wanted, which I think actually was a big dud. I th- yes. I got a dress and it was awful. Mm. It wasn't that it was different than the picture, except it just didn't look as good as the picture. Oh, you see a sense. lot of those like side-by-side things on, on the yeah. internet. Like, mm-hmm. I ordered this and it was a what little I bit ordered, odd, and then when it arrived it was like yeah. a bag or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Yes, it was, It was. that's what the experience with the But there's was. almost a sense of like, if you order a dress for $6, like yeah. Yeah. if it You're works, yeah. it's like gambling. I mean, it's yeah, like going to the exactly. Soaring Eagle and playing a little blackjack. Well, here's know? what I added to my order to get it up to $10. Yeah. There was the dress that I thought I really wanted that was a bust. I also got two pairs of sweatpants that are extremely comfortable, like lounge around the house kind of pants. Yeah, I was going to say, you've never worn like... Well, I'm not really a sweats yeah, yeah. kind of person, but but they're really good, like loungy, hanging around the house pants. They're not leggings, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I needed something else, so I also bought a pair of shorts. And the shorts, there were <laughs> two colors listed on... The website as two color options. One of them was like orchid or some like pale purpley, like My Little Pony purple, which obviously I wasn't going to choose. The other color was described as coffee colored. I thought, sure, I like coffee. Ordered them up. They came. They're the (laughs) best shorts I've ever worn, except that they're actually flesh colored. So So it looks like you're not wearing shorts? Kind of, yes. (laughs) So you wonder about like... What kind of coffee they're drinking in that's, China? Where that's this true. Has been or, or maybe <laughs> I mean yeah. I guess there is some different colored flesh over there, and so maybe they're less flesh colored looking there than they so are. It's getting really controversial. It really <laughs> is. Yeah, I we may have know, to put, we may have to cut <laughs> some of this they, out. They do. Frappuccino color. They look yeah, less yeah. flesh colored when I'm tan right now. So, <laughs> given what we've just said about Timu. <laughs> What's the likelihood that you guys will explore this? I mean, we're going to explore it on the air as content. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I could get into that. Yeah. Well, I'll say this that... It sounds like a flea market online. It's a I, flea market online. I except you new. can't touch it yourself. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm interested in seeing if just us talking about this around my phone, which has not been on... Fascinating, yeah. ...will make it start coming Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And if it does, I will peruse it just to see what you guys are talking about, but hey. I have no interest... In, in buying stuff from there. Do you really? remember that one time that I had bought a... You had bought a coat. I had bought a coat. One of us had bought a coat. You bought a coat. I bought a coat online at a website. We talked about the we coat talked about at the your coat old house. At my old house without ever naming the website. Or even... De- we didn't describe the coat in great detail. You I tr- tried the coat on. You tried it on because instead of returning it, I was maybe Aaron was going to buy it instead of me returning it. I think it. so. The next day, yep, 
you got an advertisement for that exact coat for the exact coat, which was a very specific coat. The guys are texting each other now. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> you're both just looking at your phone. Yeah, I think anyway, they're trying to say that you're going on too long. Yeah, apparently that was very boring to them. I find it very interesting. <laughs> it seemed like it was on topic. Yeah. It, it seemed that way to me. <laughs> you know what it was on topic? Hmm. Where do we go from here? I, I feel like there's, there's I tension know. in the room now. There's tension in the room I think part of it might have been that that's a conversation everyone had with all of their friends seven years ago. Well, we've probably had this conversation multiple times. Oh, yeah, okay. I was on the phone doing a thing, uh, and then I talked to somebody, and then the thing came up. Yeah. It's, okay. But we weren't on the phone. We, <laughs> okay, we, it's a totally different story. The phone Give me more just, details on it. The phone was just in the room, and we didn't name the thing. Dude, Bitsy, I'm going to tie this back into a thing that we Do talked it. about. Segway. <laughs> this is why I want an analog car. Okay, hey, this is one I, a why I want... Mina? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glaring at Zach and he hasn't noticed yet. Hey, Margaret. <laughs> oh, that's better than our story. I don't know what's going on. They were talking about that earlier. Hey, Margaret. Maybe I'll fall asleep. I'll yawn now. This is a, this is a great story. Earlier today, maybe an hour ago, we were at uh, Lou and Harry's having lunch. Remember that, you guys? Yeah. And I said. I walked up to Ted and I just went, Macarena? It's in my head. He's like, why? Did you just hear it? I said, no. That's the whole story. It just played in my head. What's your relationship with that song? Did you have any kind of... Yeah. I hate the song. But our story was bad. I think... Hey, you know what? You got to heal and just move fast. Okay? <laughs> hey, listen. Have a look at my toe. Oh, yeah. gross. Oh, yeah. Dude, we got to get a toe update. Look how it's yet? healing. I want you to heal like that. Dude, I wish I had like my... Like a champion. I wish I had my Saddleback Leather Doctor's bag. I could perform a house call <laughs> on your toe. Did I could you see how, it? like, the yeah. new toe is emerging from beneath? Oh, from within yeah. the old toe, yes. The remnants of the old toe. Yeah. It's like a phoenix. It'll be very tender... Yeah, it'd be a tender yeah. caress. No, your 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 healing powers are remarkable. You know, so I mean, that you should like a that. I be, no, I believe it. I can see by looking at like. I can't believe you didn't show him. Do you didn't take a picture of it? I didn't, but the guy at the movie theater took thirty. <laughs> yes, Dude, yeah, Cody, which our, he texted to his lawyer immediately. The yeah. incident. Our report. incredible sponsor, Cody Anderson, uh, the the uh, founder of the feast with with uh, the coffee. MuquanoCoffee.com. MuquanoCoffee, yeah. Um, <laughs> he texted me and said, I used to be an EMT, and I've seen all sorts of horrific accidents. I've walked into the room with a bunch of dead people who've been dead for ages. Dude. That story was the worst thing I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was very vividly told. It was, yeah. It was very yeah. descriptive. I was very concerned when he hobbled over oh, I believe to where it. Calvin and I were in, in now, line. Yeah, I want to, I guess, Aaron, I, I want to like, interview like you on new, this, this for a couple This is a new minutes. level of yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know what, like, we're leaving, right? So, and no, we no. didn't. It was Indiana yeah. Jones. It was worth it. It was Indiana Jones, your aforementioned ethnic heritage, the tickets had already <laughs> been purchased. You know, we don't have to go down that road again. But I want to ask you. You know what, Ted? No, you don't. You don't go to Holland, Michigan, mm-hmm. enjoy our lovely <laughs> fatherland-themed uh, antique shops. Yeah. And then come here and start and dragging shoes. me through the mud. And yeah. 
Would it would it help you to know that I felt like an outsider the entire time I was yeah. in Holland? No, That's, you should. They, they plan that. Yeah. You filthy. If you're not Dutch, spine. you're not you're much. Not much. <laughs> nine nine nine. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was wearing around like a, just a placard that said German. You know, and everybody was. <laughs> were you Were you doing a lot of loping? Yeah. When you were there, that's did probably you have a pants with like the, the cuffs <laughs> yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. I did wear my Deutschland t-shirt. <gasps> you did. Oh, yeah. oh no. my gosh. Around the Dutch. With yeah. my with my nude colored shorts. <laughs> From Timu. Hey, so can I ask sponsored you a question? by Timu. Yeah, sponsored. This episode brought to you by Timu. <laughs> what did you want to know? Well, I have a question about the toe thing and then a question about human nature. Which okay. which do you want first? Well, obviously, the, the, I feel like the toe Same thing's going to lead into the human yeah, nature yeah. thing. So, as you were running in on that rainy night into the movie theater, and Zach had the unfortunate incident with his sandal um, and his toe, how aware were you that An something... His erstwhile toe. The, his erstwhile toe. <laughs> how aware were you that something like... Um, Bad had happened. I knew before he even walked into the building. Okay. Because I could see he had fallen across. behind. Yeah. No, I could. <laughs> say, well, he dropped us off, and okay. so he was. Like a gentleman. I knew that he was. Yeah. He was going to be parking, but I could see across the huge lobby, out the glass windows of the doors, and I could see the look on his face, and it was uh-huh. not happy. And then <laughs> it was a look that said, "I may have just lost my toe." <laughs> yeah, and right. then the way he was. Sort of crookedly, yeah, hobbling. It was a walking. crooked lope. I yeah. knew immediately what had happened because I knew it was on his feet. Yeah, she knew I and should it have thrown them away earlier that week. Now, were you were Oops. you beginning to like kind of do the calculus in your own mind of like, are we going to stay at the movie or go or what? Like, what's the end game here? I felt like we were going to stay because he injured his toes so many times in those shoes, mm-hmm. and we didn't ever leave. But it was when I saw the amount of blood and the look of like flesh that was coming off. Oh. Yeah, it was like sure. a three quarters of a cup of blood it, there. It was yeah, really sure. remarkable. Yeah. yeah. But I have to say, I was very happy to hear the way you explained it on the podcast because I was glad that you came to the conclusion on your own that it was really dumb to have kept wearing those shoes. Well, yeah. you know what? That shows a lot of growth by you. I wouldn't... <laughs> a lot of maturity. If I could go back and do it all again, I wouldn't throw out the sandals. Really? Talk about <laughs> that. I would throw them what? off after the injury, but I wouldn't yeah. have thrown them out earlier because... You got to change your heart on that. We wouldn't have had this. Yeah. We wouldn't have the story. Yeah, that's we wouldn't true. be here now. Yeah, toe as content. We might not that's even right. be friends. Who we knows? Probably, we probably that's wouldn't right. even come. We would have drifted apart. That's right. But uh, you needed me to be strong for you through the toe thing. You know. <laughs> and also, yeah, I hurt myself, but you can't put a price on pain, right? Mm. So like, I avoided paying like sixty-five bucks for like a nice pair of sandals for yet another month, and. I didn't have to. I mean, like, what does two band aids cost? If or whatever? somebody had told you, <laughs> yeah, this is fascinating. Go. It's yeah. going to. If you want to keep wearing these sandals, it's going to cost slicing off the end of your toe, and then going through would the rehab. You have kept arduous. The sandals, or would you have been like, you know what? I've had these sandals a long time. They probably cost ten dollars when I first got them. It's time to move on. They were from Old Navy, and they were fifteen dollars. Listen. <laughs> If, you, if you they would have said... You had it for like over a decade, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, Ted knew the sandals right away. Old Navy products are by nature like disposable. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? They're disposable. They're disposed, so they were disposable. Yeah. But listen, if someone would have said to me, it's going to rip off the end of your toe, uh-huh. and it's going to be content on not one but two episodes of the Gut Check Podcast, I probably would have been like, all right, fair I play. Do, I do it. understand it through that lens. I do. Toe yeah. is content. Toe is content. So what is your human nature question? My human nature question was going to be... 
of a slightly different nature, and it was gonna it was gonna like dovetail with being in Holland. The question is this: Do you guys presuppose, even like on a subconscious level, that like rich people are or should be happier? Oh, because I, don't, I think I, I do. I don't think that they're happier. Yeah, but maybe. But sub- should they be? Subconsciously, I think operatively, I expect them to be happier, and then I'm really like jarred when they're not when they're miserable when they're miserable and mean no i expect them to be miserable expect them to be angry and petty i expect because that's exactly what they were expect them to be boring yeah yes that too what why most boring people i have ever known have been and why do you not expect talk about why that is because of anecdotal evidence because almost everyone that i've met especially if i've watched the control group like Mm. two people who were friends and one of them becomes Mm. really successful and now what they want to talk about is stuff that makes me want to like like vacantly smile and like absentmindedly make a noose while listening so that mm-hmm. I can or just like kind of kind of like <laughs> doing doing up into a spinning ceiling fan just to make <laughs> yeah, it yeah. stop right and then and then the people who don't get rich they just seem to kind of continue to be more relatable and and interesting maintaining well, interesting lives and, yeah, and lives and, of the and, mind yeah. and actually interested in you yes, yes yes and I think that like so we recently were in a situation where we were with people who we're very interesting. Somebody who consistently tells really good stories. Yeah. And in the very preamble mm-hmm. of, I'm not sure what very preamble means. In the preamble mm. of the story, this person was interrupted by a person who would fall into that category sure. of, I have a lake house. I, right. you know, I buy mm. my kid new cars for right, them, right. you know, like when they turn 16, that type of person mm. who, you know, spending most of the time in the golf course. Yeah interrupts Hmm. to say no no wait a minute and then how do you get to that road from this road that's exactly what it was yeah Yeah. that guy was the most boring person i've ever encountered they talk about like the kind of engines that are in jet skis you know like it's it's so boring it's nothing like nobody cares about any of this and they don't even care dude the only thing more boring than that is atheism (laughs) other than that i mean like talk about that I mean, I agree, but I want to hear your reasoning. Know, just, just to me, like yeah. nothing makes me glaze over faster than oh, somebody then someone, wanting someone, to have like mm. a, a discussion about anything from like the the starting point of atheism. I'm just like, why? Who cares? Because at the heart not. of the matter, it's a moral decision. Like there's something you want to do, so you're convincing yourself that God's not right, like, doesn't right. exist. Yeah, or um, even if there's no morality involved, it's just boring. it's just boring. It's just boring. <laughs> it is. It is boring. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But like second to that is like the the kind of things that not all rich people. We're no. talking about like particular type of lake house people. I think g- if people who have been generationally rich, so they grew okay. up wealthy. I think newly rich have people have their that own are kind wealthy, of and they have kids that are wealthy. This is this is fascinating. I agree with both of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, <laughs> both, wanna, we're both right. Yeah, well, I think you are both right. Um, I think by definition, though, those are very boring people. And my question is, is it because in the case of the newly rich and the generationally rich, their life becomes just a series of like acquisitions of products? So then they feel yeah. compelled to only talk about the product. Yes, yes. I so think like that's the jet ski engine becomes yeah. essentially the most important thing in your life, right? For like a week and a half, right? Yeah. So let me say that that's. I mean, this is painting with a broad brush, but it's sure. obviously not ex- like exhaustive. 
some of the most interesting people and kindest people I know are super rich and don't let their wealth drag them around by the nose. And right. like, like a guy that I know from our, our Baptist camp who would probably drop six grand on like crap for the, a gut the, check sponsorship. Oh, or <laughs> one would hope. Yeah. yeah. For, for the, the junior hires to do yeah, the sure. week of, or like for the, the, you know, the after party for all the counselors to right, gather right. together at his pool. Right. And he'd like, it'd be like pirate themed. It'd be like a ship in the, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and he's yeah. just like, I have it. I can't take it with me. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed and, and, and kind with it. Or like Weebus. Yeah. Weebus will send us money in the mail. I don't know how. What, I looked up one time net worth Chuck Weebus. Got <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yeah. But you know he's doing he's well. Mysterious. He's underground. Shrouded he, in mystery. Yeah. Not boring at all. Right. The very opposite of boring. Hasn't um, he sent you envelopes of dollar bills? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's something that happens on a fairly he's regular basis. He sent us envelopes of 20s. That, that account amounted to a lot, and sometimes he'll just send us like eight bucks and be like, "Haven't haven't bought anything from you for a while, so here you go." <laughs> Weebus is the man, dude. Shout out Weebus, what a stud! Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Shout out Weebus, and we out. and we have yeah. Weebus content we have to do, but we can't do it live because we don't have four pairs of headphones. The long enough thing, we got to listen to all of his mail call uh, submissions, decide which mail call sting we want to go with, oh, and then I've nice. got mail to read. Oh, Fun. and they're all great too. Yeah. So I yeah, honestly, with audio. I wonder if, like, in a very real way, the only antidote to to being a boring rich person is Christ. So, like, if you have Christ, like, doing something to your heart such that you still have the ability to, like, be interested in other people or be interested in, like, um, I don't know, the spiritual or interior lives of other people. That would that would be a hedge against becoming a really boring yeah. rich person. Yeah, and I think it's like it is being interested in the actual person because yeah. it's very easy to be interested in, oh, your new thing. You know, mm-hmm. this is oh my new car, my new boat, my new outfit, whatever. And that's a lot of what you hear talked about yeah. in those circles. I feel like there is a common grace interesting rich person. The, oh, there, there absolutely is. It's fairly common. I, I, I mean, know even some. like you look yeah. at uh Actually, the guy who was interrupted in the story earlier. That's a funny way to do that. Isn't that ironic? Yeah, it's I interrupted you. But but uh, <laughs> think about like somebody like uh, Paris Hilton or somebody who's just like nonstop mm-hmm. decadence and like Instagramming it. And that's, yeah. that's what the money's for. Or then somebody like uh, Jack White, who's like, yeah, I'm rich, but, you know, I, I just purchased this, uh, you know, uh, Masonic Hall turned mm. theater because they were about to tear it down in Detroit and I fixed yeah. it up and I gave it back to the community or something sure, like that. Sure. I, I don't know how much of those people, of what they do is for, you know, buying goodwill from the public, but I got to imagine a like, lot of it's not. It's just In and like, of itself, that is an interesting project. Yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think that people who, who are giving back in some way very quietly, mm-hmm. th- those are good Rich people. Sure. They don't, you don't, you don't need your name on something. You don't need, need people to know that you were the, the platinum level giver at the community theater or whatever, you know? You know what's an interesting, weird experience I've had though as a ghostwriter is like going into a project with someone who's like very rich and very successful in a thing that I'm interested in. And mm-hmm. I'm only interested in like two things, right? Like <laughs> football and boxing, you know, tiny and, houses, and tiny houses and boats <laughs> that I, that I'll talk myself out of, old cars. but yeah, old cars. Um, but the New experience watches. is something like I'm talking to this person and I should be interested because I really care about their thing. 
but everything I'm hearing from them, I've probably already seen on like an NFL films documentary or whatever. And mm. it's like, I'm not, I'm not getting anything interesting. Maybe that just means I'm a bad interviewer, nope. but hmm. Zach, let's go back to your relationship with, um, with the song, the Macarena. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hold on. You're talking about yeah. the one that's like, the Macarena. Hey, Macarena. That's the one? Gross. Do either of you girls know the dance that goes with it? I couldn't tell you anymore. I do remember that there was a dance. It involves crossing your arms and then like putting your hands on your hips. That kind of thing makes me think of like the saddest part of living in Bay City. It's like line dancing. It's like the chicken dance. Yeah. I, I would do the chicken dance for six hours rather than <laughs> see someone do the Macarena for 20 seconds. Well, this is interesting because, like, kids do this at weddings now. The Macarena? Yeah. yeah. Like, ironically? Like, what? Well, not the Macarena, but they do all these, like, kind of pre programmed yeah, TikTok dances. Yeah, like dancing oh, experiences. Yeah. And I see this happening and it makes me feel like I'm 85. Oh, yeah, you have, like, a... They introduce the the wedding party and everybody has their own special little dance. That and makes like, me so mad. Well, not even that, but like a, like a certain song will come on. Uh-huh. And they'll all just like kind of intuit that they should be out there doing the same kind of yeah. uh, mechanical um, moves, you know? Yeah, that they saw on TikTok. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Tristan, uh. can you pass me that book of matches there? Is that lighter out? Yeah, this lighter's out. We're all matches now. There are 6,000... Lighters in this room. Not a one of them has a bit of butane in it. So my, my question for you, oddly specific, was, you know, given that we don't know the words to the to the song, The Macarena. I know them. And, 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 and it's, it's kind of become fun to, like, mumble through the parts we don't know. Hey, Macarena. <laughs> so bad. Was, was there a period in your life, or any song specifically, where, like... You didn't know the words, but you kind of faked it, and you hoped that nobody would call you on it. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. I am going to play you guys <laughs> some audio a little bit later. Okay. It is audio of me that I recorded of myself when I was six. Mm-hmm. Until, like, you, did you guys all have in your, families, uh, in your family homes as children a tape recorder mm-hmm. that had, like, a speaker where the tape came yeah. out, the line of buttons, and then like a slide-out handle. Yeah, it was like a rectangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So it was Dude, I had one of those, and I loved it. I have one still. I got it at a garage sale, and it's at my church. Yeah. Well, I recorded myself an awful lot, mm-hmm. and at one point, my sister made me a CD of a bunch of really, like, super awkward, cringy stuff I you did. You were an that. early radio man. Yes. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. I was. Yeah. I was, too. Were you interviewing yourself, or what no, were you I doing? No, I was singing a song. Okay. Mm-hmm. You I was singing some dramatic stuff, too. <laughs> Dramatic work. You did. Yeah. More to the, the answer to Ted's question, uh, I I had uh, recorded myself singing We Built This City yeah. on Rock and Roll by Jefferson Starship. I think it was just Starship by that point. That's a great song. It is a great song, but guess what? how many of the words I knew? <laughs> Precious few. Yeah. Precious did few. Did you mumble them or did you make up other words? It was like... like <laughs> I will play it for you and we'll see what you... You, know, you, you maybe... Oh, Try I to guess what percentage of the words I had I down. I can't wait. Corporation games. Yeah, and I'm trying to have really like dramatic. an accent at the same time. It's, yeah. It will make your it's skeleton a- try to crawl out of your body. <laughs> it's really And bad. hide in the earth. Do you have saxophone sheet? Oh, I can't wait. 
<laughs> what Ted just said was, do you have saxophone sheet music for it? We could perform it. Yeah, I was leaning on it. Uh, yeah. yeah. We haven't lost leaning. Yeah. Nobody. I, this is a reference to something you said that I reference all the time and no one follows. Mm-hmm. Aaron doesn't. You don't. When we watched, when we watched Die Hard yeah. and recorded our thing the first time, they, they go into the, the building and that... Remember the, the yeah. security guard smoking? Smoking. And leaning he's leaning. And, he, and he said, look at that guy. Just leaning there. You know you know what? We've lost leaning. <laughs> we have. <laughs> to me, that was so funny. And I don't think it's stuck with anybody else. Well, the cell phone has killed leaning. Yeah. Because if, if, if you made Die Hard in 2023... You know, you go into the building, it's, I don't know, it's 11 o'clock at night, there's nobody around. The security guard would be, like, you know, diddling his phone. Yeah. So he'd be kind of concave-chested, like, yeah. hunched over, yeah. We're hunching instead of leaning. We're hunching Wait, instead of leaning. It's bad for the, the wrinkles on your neck, too. Yeah, yeah. You can't lean and diddle your cell phone. Right, but you can lean and smoke a cigarette, which is yeah. what that guy was doing, so I feel like we lost I feel lost like it looks better. Leaning? Leaning and smoking looks way better than hunching and, and well, I mean, diddling. James Dean leaned and smoked, you know? Yeah. And nobody looked better than that guy. And you can't really do your job if you're a security guard if you're hunched over your cell phone. That guy leaning and smoking, granted, yeah. he did get shot in the head, right. but it's because they slid that really cool flashbang fl- thing at him. Yeah. Oh, what? that was cool. Why well, would you, they... can, you can watch. <laughs> you can lean and smoke, but your eyes are looking around. Yeah. Yeah. I have a flashbang related question. <laughs> this has always bothered me about Die Yes, Hard. you can get them on Timu. They're $4. <laughs> $4. <laughs> they may or may not ever arrive. But yeah, pack of 12 flashbangs. But why would why would you use a flashbang on that guy? You know what I mean? He's leaning. He's smoking a cigarette. He's probably 71 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, they're, they slide the flashbang in and they're like... Oh, you know? wait, the thing. Wait, wait, wait. Of it flashes, and then the guy does like the most awkward, bad acting of like covering his eyes. Yeah. Like, ah, my eyes. I never thought about his age. Do you think he, he, that was like his last his last week that he? <laughs> I think was he was a retired cop who was going to do that indefinitely. Dude, that was in the first draft of the script. They had a whole <laughs> old B story about that guy. So it wasn't the flashbang that killed him. No, no it was no, the bullet to the brain. You. But yeah, my, my oh, you're just distracted by the flashbang. Right, you can't was, see though, or hear once the flashbang goes off. They could have probably huh. just walked in the door and shot. Yeah, him. they could have walked up to him you know? with the gun behind their back and said, "Excuse me, sir." Boom. Yeah, yeah. But now, that well, wouldn't have been as showy, like, like they did with the when with the guy. At the oh front my desk. gosh, yeah. the quarterback he is toast. Boom. That seems. <laughs> I love so, Theo. I love Theo well, too. So cold-hearted, man. Just. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't care about human life. Theo, bad Theo. chin, though. He gets knocked out by, like, one jab at the end of the movie. Yeah. 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 Our guy would really phone that punch in. And Not much of a set of whiskers on of Theo. A, yeah. So I want to ask this. How would yeah. Die Hard be different if everybody, all the security guards and everybody at that party was just looking at their phone mm. like they would be now. Well, they couldn't have kept everybody, like, at bay as far as the police not knowing what's going right. on or everybody anything. Because everyone would be, like, live tweeting Yeah, that's it. true. Yeah, like, sending videos out. So that would ruin that movie very I feel like it would... Like, like there would be, like, a, a trending Instagram video of that lady with the 80s boobs getting dragged out of the... <laughs> yeah. we, we, when we first let Calvin watch it... 80s boobs. Aaron's like, no, there is the one topless thing. And I said, Aaron, don't you worry about that. That's that, if anything, that's just going to make our son, who whatever age he was, less interested in the idea of boobs. Eighties boobs and movies yeah. were like always gratuitous and yes. somehow never titillating, even to us as young men. We were just like, what? Yeah. Why? Why is that there? Right. And why does it look like that? Like, yeah. There was something off about all of it. 
Yeah. I don't disagree with anything you've said. Yeah, yeah. I, I sign off on all that. Yeah. Granted, they shouldn't have been popping them into every movie for no reason. Sure. But, like, yeah, I think... I think it's kind of self-defeating. It, it, it takes no, care of itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, takes it takes care, care of itself. itself. Do you I, want to know my first experience with seeing boobs? I do now, yeah. Where I, where I shouldn't have. Yeah, gosh. Well, this, is, this is fascinating. Do I know this? I don't know. What is happening? <laughs> is I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Tristan's wondering if he should exit the room. <laughs> I was at Mackinac Island. Mm. This kind of stuff never happens to me in Mackinac Island, but, you know. And we were shopping at a tourist shop, and apparently I wandered into the dirty area where there were, like, it was like a baseball card. Oh, yeah. Or was it playing cards? It was probably playing cards. It was playing cards. Yeah, it was really playing cards, but it was a lady. She was on the phone wearing a feather boa. And no top, of course. As you do. And there was, yeah. you know... When one, you're making a phone call. One <laughs> boob peeking out. Uh. <laughs> Ted, this is the kind of thing that we saw all the time here and there in dirtbag yeah. areas, like a dirtbag friend's house or whatever. Yeah, sure. It, in my mind, it literally did nothing to, like, create some mystique or, or like... Because yeah. it was just so, like, meh. And it, and it seemed so, like, ugh. Like, the people involved, it'd be like, speaking of flea markets, it'd be like an actual flea market. There'd mm. always be the one that had, like, a, like the pens where you click the top and oh, the sure, bikini sure. comes off or whatever. Yeah. And, and, like, my dad would always be like, no, we don't want to look at that one. And I'd look at it as I went by, and I'd always be like, what? What? Do, why, why are grown men selling grown men that? Yeah. I don't know. There was something. The 80s kind of was... Gr- Grungy and and, and yeah. kind of icky enough to kind of even overpower the the power of boobs. Well, the yeah, power and that, of boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get down into a patina of cigarette yeah. smoke, you know, yeah. it's like the, the, like the cigarette and tar kind of that, that covers the whole decade, just kind of like, <laughs> dude. And that's so interesting because we're, I think we're like geared to romanticize the eighties. I am, yeah. Like I think the eighties, you know, I default to like. Oh, wasn't it great and romantic and all that? But what you're saying is absolutely true. Yeah, there was a lot of dirtbaggery in the 80s. Yes. There was. It was kind of yeah. subtle, kind of in the in the margins, you know, dirtbaggery. Yeah. Well, and yeah. the thing is, I mean, there's even memes about this out now. Like, it'll be like, this is how you remember the 80s. And it'll have like, you know, a Stranger Things, Starcourt Mall type mm-hmm. scene with all this bright colors and neon and like high tops. And it'll be like... But this is what the the 80s were. And it's just like a hallway. It's just brown. It's like fake wood paneling, gross orange Orange brown uh, carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Like a. It was the leftover stuff from the 70s. It was. Because you didn't live with a, like, Zach Morris's family or whoever that could, or. See, that was early 90s when we were actually dealing with the leftover 80s. Right, exactly. Like, you, you didn't have all the new stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. that's right. You had all the old stuff from the 70s. No, that's a great point. Which is all cool now. Yeah. You know, you look at it and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, an olive colored phone in the kitchen. How cool. But nobody thought it was cool back then. No. So, hey, let's talk new smoke room. Okay. Because Ted Ooh, and I were talking yeah. about something earlier. Okay. Uh, when we were at our Doing favorite. Doing some brainstorming, yeah. some creative work. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> what's in the, uh, in fact, I could get my, hold on, pause. Yeah. Dude, yeah, while you're looking for this, can I just say something about your moving process? Yeah. Like, I'm astonished by the amount of, like, front-end work that you've done already for the new place, despite not being out of the old place yet. 
Yeah, so I think because that's more fun than packing up the stuff. You, mean, in the you mean like place. The, the planning that we're doing? Well, yeah. Like I walked in and there were like two gigantic pallets full of like new flooring for the new place, and then like all the blueprints. Well, it was and, on sale, yeah. so we had to get it while yeah. it was on sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All but right. The, the blueprints thing—that's that was me just wanting to make yeah. sure that our things actually fit in the house sense. before yeah. we bought it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I'm gonna tell you what uh, kind of stuff we want to get. Okay. And what kind of... St- it, it, and tell them what overall theme you're going for. Yeah, so I want to talk about the Arnold Klux Milk Room, mm-hmm. which already has much of what we're going to discuss here. Mm-hmm. And the the new Nakatomi Smoke Room, which is four times bigger than this one. Uh, yes. That's going to be least. awesome. Wow. It is. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, I got to call a guy back. We're getting this big swingers style oh. freaking uh, booth. Yeah, tufted booth, corner booth, big U shape, U called a banquette, like where uh, Sue and uh, uh, what's his uh, uh, Trent are watching the twirly whirly. God bless that kid. Yeah, God bless that kid. It's okay. It's on like that booth. Yeah, yeah. Um, But what we're gonna go for is kind of several zones. Yeah. So like the regular smoke shops vibe, the smoke lounge vibe, Mm -hmm. the cheers portion, Mm -hmm. and then the the pool room. Yeah, portion because but the, the people who were selling it to us yeah. uh, left their pool, pool table there, and so that's pretty cool. So here's what I, I watched several episodes of Cheers, and I just jotted down everything I saw. Okay, yeah, and I want to know. Tell me if you've got it in your room, or if you think right. it might it might spark some joy. Yeah, <laughs> to have in yours. Oh yeah, um, and then we'll talk about if we're if we're going to put it in in ours here. So there's a jukebox. Yeah, there's obviously no room for a jukebox here. Yeah. I am going to keep my eyes open for an old jukebox. I wouldn't mind it even if it wasn't like the Wurlitzer with the the half circle top that's glowing neon, but was like an '80s one. Where did you acquire this, sir? As a little <laughs> matter of nine thousand dollars. Nine thousand. And honestly, I have plans that I've already begun drawing up years ago mm-hmm. to kind of make a um, jukebox powered by Alexa. Mm. So there's no like. 45 records involved or anything. Dude, but you're there like Doc are... Emmett Brown right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like I fell off my toilet opener. and hit my head, and when I awoke... <laughs> a jukebox by Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> if I am able to do it, you're going to be, you're going to think it's cool. No, oh, I, I have no it doubt. It is owning a jukebox, like a Holy Grail kind of thing in the back of your mind. I always yeah. wanted to have one of those. You know what's kid. interesting is it's not for me. Really? I, I'm not anti-jukebox, but it, it there's something about... The aesthetic of it that just kind of doesn't dovetail with my current smoke room's aesthetic. And my smoke room, I think there's a sense of like quietude that it conveys and kind of contemplative silence, not to get all Richard Rohr cack on the, <laughs> on the whole thing, but like... Not to get on the old tricycle. I, I, do have, I do have some breaking jukebox content for you. What is it? I went back to the old pizza place in my hometown, which I visit... I try to visit every time I go back, and yeah. I romanticize. They finally got rid of the old jukebox that they had oh. during my childhood. It made me real sad. Is it? Do they have like an app now? Yeah, they have just like some yeah. thing hanging on the wall. It's just, touch tunes. Know, yeah, yeah, touch tunes. Yeah, it made me sad. That that is a bummer. And nobody deal. like like nobody uses the new thing because it's not fun. It's like yeah. scrolling a phone. Yeah, yeah. When you yeah. you want to hit the button, you want to hit the button. And you want to like see the a page go click yeah. clack. Yes, oh, yes. Zach, oh, that's such a good Zach feeling. Did come up with a fun uh, way to mess with people using those. Oh yeah, app based ones. You could you could make that one that touch tunes machine at your hometown's pizza place yeah. play 
Macarena 73 times in a row right now for like 12 bucks. Hey. And everyone there would be like, why is our life terrible? And they would have no idea it was you doing yeah. it. Some guy manipulating the, the thing from the yeah, other Yeah, time. I've yeah. done that before. Yeah. That's very fun. It is very fun. All right, so there yeah. are many penance. Why is that I like... fun? It's just fun. <laughs> we all know why it's fun, except KK. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I would not do that, but... You don't think it's fun to mess with people. But you just... can't see them when they're being messed with if I mean, you're in that knowing situation. Knowing is good enough. I think it's fun if... Like, if I was a friend in the room watching Zach do it, I would have fun right. being the audience for it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't do it myself. I'm yeah. Not, yeah, you're the only prankster in this room, I think, right now. <laughs> Jumped out and pranked him to death with a tire iron. All right, so penance. There's a lot of them hanging up Yeah. in Cheers. Yes. We have a bunch of them downstairs. I think I'm going to want to put them in the pool area, even though they're not in the pool area at Cheers. They're yeah. in the front room. They're in that little alcove right, out, right to the left of the bar if yeah. you're facing from the doorway. So yeah. we've got like lug nuts. We've got, uh, you know, just a... a, a yeah. Grand Valley and Cornerstone. Like, it's mm-hmm. a bunch of them. Um, I'm going to want to put those up somewhere, I think. Uh, they'll look nice on the red, I think. Yeah. Or or way up on the, the very tip top. Yeah. Um, any penance possible in the Arnold Smuck? I'm pro-penant. You're pro-penant. Um, I'm pro-penant. I have some old ones from my childhood that I've passed along to the boys. So Maxim has a couple in his room. Tristan has a couple in his dorm. Like, like 70s, early 80s vintage, like NFL penance. So I'm pro that. I don't have any in the smoke room. And again, aesthetically, I'm not sure it's 100% fit, but I am pro that. I'm pro it for a Cheers-themed smoke room for sure. Now, on the bar that we're going to have, yep. there are going to be the like vertical 4x4 four four posts. Love it. And then across the top, yeah. now obviously we're going to have the triangle mm-hmm. and the bell. Mm-hmm. I've already purchased the straw hat to hang on it. Great. We've got the picture of Sammy Mae Day Balone that yeah. we're going to hang up on one. Wow, this is... I think in any move, like, you want to think through all the iterations and kind of the things you have to do, but purchasing the straw hat yeah. is key. I'm yeah. really yeah. glad you went ahead and got that. Before we rent the U-Haul, before we... <laughs> I think you might have, I think you might have uh, uh, struck something here that we're... <laughs> Possibly like focusing on minutia because it's overwhelming. The, the muscle work that will be involved and the real work is yeah. Yeah. But at so the same time, been purchasing things like that, and I've been like, just what can I put in a box? What yeah, can I that's put in only a box? been very recently. Until very recently, nothing was finished or like we, no, and we yeah. still can't move anything. So well, but we buying closed the, on the new house, buying the hat. No, this is important. This is I want to. Do you mind if I do thirty seconds with you? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, buying the hat is like. In a way, the fun part of the move, because like getting a new house is fun, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, doing it's super all the planning for the fun part, doing all the planning for the fun part. But like, because you're an adult and you're no longer, I don't know, 12 years old or whatever, you know that like there's an ungodly amount of work in a move that is going to be taxing in lots of ways. But like buying the straw hat, it's a it's a feeling of I'm making this place my own. Yeah. I am excited. I'm going to curate the space. Well, I'm happy that you did that. And there was an aspect of the the position we are now where like we're we're sort of this far along on buying and we're this far along on selling and mm-hmm. it got all of a sudden not fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because for sure. we're waiting for things for the selling and we're yep. we're really not in the house yet and we yeah. wanted to start having fun again so that we yes. started talking about okay, okay what are we going to buy? What mm-hmm. are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So also totally makes sense. between the two posts then uh-huh. we're going to have like the the spot where you slide in a bunch of glasses, a bunch of glasses. So I do love that. They're all hanging from the ceiling. It's just such you may a classic light them from above. Yeah. yeah, 
Uh, and of course, there's there's a track lighting mm-hmm. in the house mm-hmm. from the original '80s construction. I'm sure that mm-hmm. we we're going to replace the pendant lighting, so mm-hmm. we're going to move the track lighting out to above the bar. There you go. Very Love cheers. It. Yeah. Um, what do you about this idea? Is this mm-hmm. lame? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Acquiring a very kind of bare bones, non branded looking tap like they have on the bar in Cheers, even though neither of us is beer drinkers. Great and idea. It would just be, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Decorative. 100%. Purely decorative. Okay. What if? I've thought about doing that in the, Ar- in the Arnold Club. <laughs> that would look bon- yeah, yeah, there too. Look, yeah. Yeah. What on if, that Turkish camel. What if the tap was a tap not to beer, which you don't like, but a tap to something that you do like? like. Jolt. Jolt tap. Jolt? You think you can get like jolt kegs? No, you or, can't get jolted all. Or even anymore. if you could get a fresca keg, <laughs> or you could get a fresca keg, we should definitely do that. Dude, I bet there's a way to like hook up the the water cooler thing we're gonna get <laughs> to the tap. I don't know. Mm. It needs to be pressurized, so probably not. Yeah. Never yeah. Mind. Uh, um, now there's rustic like lantern esque sconces mm-hmm. throughout Cheers. Yeah. And I'm gonna keep my eyes open for those. Sure. How do you feel about sconces? I'm a sconceman. I think I'm a sconceman too. I, I we have sconces in my smoke room, mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah, there's something wonky with the wiring. I can't get them to be real consistent. Well, only if someone's taking a shower, it starts to kind of like. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. dear. Yeah, it's like Vecna's in the in the sconces <laughs> in my smoke room. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a sconce guy. I'm pro sconce. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, I feel but- like that's the kind of thing you could pick up at like. I don't know, an architectural salvage store in Detroit or Grand Rapids pretty easily. I feel like we need to replace the sconces with sconces that can actually work. I'd be pro that. Okay. That that probably isn't that hard, even. You can also pick out, like, era-specific ones that you love. Yeah, sure. And I bet our incredibly handy son, Tristan, Mm -hmm. could even make that switch for us because he's pretty good with the electrical work. Mm -hmm. Nice. I like to hear that. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, here's a, uh, this is a dream. This okay. is a pipe dream one. Okay, a dream. The super old cash register that they have at, at Cheers. Yeah, I do love that. If I could put that up on the bar and like the, on the back underneath yeah. all the, the glasses. Yeah. But that, that would be prohibitively expensive. Also, I sent Erin just as like a, a teehee to see if she might be like, oh, maybe. Yeah. It was a uh, full-size phone booth. <laughs> oh, I, I I would 100% be pro that. I'm going like, to show you a picture of this like thing. It was $2,800. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So you're only off by a 400%. Yeah. There's just a payphone on the wall. No, there isn't one at Cheers. It's just a payphone on the wall. You're right. So we may, we may look in much, that direction. much cheaper. Yes. I yeah, would we have a phone on the wall at our house. Just saying. Not a payphone. It's not a payphone, but it's it's a wall phone. Well, yeah. we have we, we as well do. Yeah. This is this is something that I would like to figure out. So we have a, a hanging wall phone uh-huh. um, that's black, and then we have a desk phone, one of those big ones that you could like beat somebody to death with. Yeah, yeah. that's black. I love those. And I want to make them into walkie-talkies so that you can. They're not walkie-talkies. It'll be a, a or whatever intercom. An intercom. You don't need to figure it out. I've already figured okay. it out. Well, I'm just telling them that this is something that Could will happen. Could you figure that out in my house? Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you can be in the house and talk to somebody out there without oh walking gosh. out there. That is fantastic. If you have a question. So I could be in the smoke room. That's the most exciting idea I've heard all yeah, day. Yeah, jot that down. I could be in the smoke room on the black phone that Zach gave me, the big there you go. beat someone to death with it. It's in my work office at... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and then I could pick it up from the smoke room and intercom you in the kitchen. Yeah. Could, would it ring like the the telephone ring? Well, you well, have to have yeah, some sort of sound. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! And I'll tell you yeah. what. I if love it's it. been a while since you've heard one of those rings, they're so much louder than you Jarring. remember. Yeah. Because I've been using one of those as my work phone attached to some sort of internet service. So it's like through the internet. 
but it's a, a rotary dial phone. And when it rings, I about like jump out of my clothes. It is so loud. Mm. Hmm. All right, now we've already also purchased recently, <laughs> about the same time as the um, straw hat, the porthole that's oh, on the yeah. wall. Oh, we have it. Yeah, it's already been delivered. The exact same one. I swear. I, when I saw the last episode so that they showed, it, I was like, that is I am, very I am pro porthole. I like that very much. Yeah. Fire extinguisher. Yep. It's that's smart to have, yeah. but we're gonna have one in the pool area, just like on Cheers. Yep. We're going to try and get one of the long Tiffany lamps to go over the uh, Those the are really expensive, deal. so we'll have to get lucky there. Um, but here's something I'm really excited about. Go. We're going we're gonna to build a wall okay. and then put like exercise stuff behind it. Because okay. it's such a big building, it's, yeah, it's a big room. silly to have. Yeah, yeah. And on that wall, on the smoke side, I'm going to put spindles that get taller and taller and taller and taller. Mm-hmm. So it looks like kind oh. of a... And then oh. I'm going to put... Faux brick up. Yep. I've already also got that in <laughs> on order, and uh, and I'm gonna hang a sign that says Melville's Fine Seafood upstairs, and it points toward that. And what else were you gonna have right there? A coat, a rack. coat rack with a single dingy sport coat. Yeah. I've already designated or I one. We're gonna do the smoke jacket there. No, no, that, I don't. I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> Do you so, have a, do you, you, you've got a pre-designated dingy yep. sport coat. <laughs> yep. First sport coat I ever bought. It's going to become the one that you like. You put on if you have to go up to Melville's mm-hmm. and uh, use the loo or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, why would they call it the loo? I, I don't, don't know. know. Uh, they John, go, they the John. usually go up there for change. Yeah. Or, or if the bathroom's broken. Remember when yeah. when Norm would like come down, take off the sport coat, hand it to the first guy in line, get a beer, and then just get at the end of the line because yeah. yeah. by the time he got to the front, he was going to have to pee again. Um, we got a barometer just like theirs. We're going to put up. Yeah. And then here's other stuff we don't have. Lightning round. Tell me what you think would be great to have. Yeah. The ship steering wheel. Yes. I think so, too, yeah. and I think it would be easy to find. Yeah. Fallout shelter sign. Yes. Oh, yeah. That yeah. should Definitely. be easy to find. We already have picked out a dartboard. It's not as cool as your Cheers-themed dartboard, but it's similar yeah. to the one they have there. Um, and then a chalkboard by it, because yep. your, yours already has, I think, yeah, chalkboard a little chalkboard inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you use that very much? No. Oh, why decorative. not? Yeah, okay. just decorative. You're not, a, you're not a darts guy? Nah. Okay. Yeah. Also, um, there's a space issue, but anyway. We're going to have a couple of, like, the stand-up bar, just like basic uh, shelves. Yeah, at, sure. at like waist height or a little yeah. higher. Yeah. Um, so if you're, well, you're shooting pool or whatever. And then um, a cigarette machine. That's that's a dream, too, and this is that's what you and I were talking about. <laughs> have you thought about it for the Arnold Cluck Smoke Room? I have thought about a cigarette machine. I have... Browsed online. Priced them out. I've priced them out. It's a little bit of a space issue with the Arnold Cluck. They're pretty big, aren't in they? In as much as uh, I don't want the space to feel cluttered. Yeah. Yours is twice as big as this room, though. No, it's not. No? No, no I would, it's I probably would say it's bigger same, for it's, sure. It's it narrower. Is a bigger. It's narrower than no, this. No, it's about room. the same width, and it's probably half as long again. But that's yeah. it. Dude, yeah. Tristan's over here, like, pretty much like knees to chin to fit in here. We <laughs> had, like, the baratas in there, and yeah. like, I mean, we've had a big crew in there. It never feels huh. cramped. Here's I what I, I think it's bigger than than you're thinking. I okay. think you should go yes to the cigarette machine and stock it with jarums. <laughs> and and well, you could put could you put cigars in there? I, I think the odds of no because no. it wouldn't be humidified. Yeah. I think the odds of us finding a working cigarette machine that we're willing Pretty to pay slim. for are, are yeah, slim. Yeah. It would just be decorative, right? Sure. Yeah. But even if it just but had, they look like, they look really cool. They look so. If cool. you could just like open the door manually or something yeah. and, and get them out, that'd be great. Well, we could store all sorts of stuff. In there. I think my right. cousin has one, and I think he's moving. He's downsizing. I could 
I could inquire there. Do you have his number? Can you text him right now? Yeah, I can text him. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to say we've gone about an hour nine on this app. I want to say one more thing that I'm going to get for you for the Cheers pool room portion of your, your new space. A little housewarming gift. Yeah. I'm going to get you the, the Larry Bird poster oh, that's the hanging in the pool yeah. room because I think I had that poster in real life as a kid. And it's an iconic early Sports Illustrated Celtics Larry Bird poster. Nice. You should have it. He was a legend. I and love it, dude. It's going to make the space look real nice. Now, Larry Bird was made much of on uh, Parks and Rec because he's from Indiana, right? Yeah, he's from a but town called French Lick. The pride <laughs> of French Lick. Yeah. yeah. But most of his career was Boston With Boston, Celtics. with the okay. Celtics, his whole career. And he, he was famous because, like... Despite being one of the best three players in the NBA, like he would always mow his own lawn in Boston. So it'd be like because he's from Indiana. Because he's from Indiana, yeah. that's what yes. we do. It's so a it'd Midwestern be like, value. He's yeah, like Woody like Boyd at heart. It'd be like the afternoon before Game Three of the NBA Finals, and Larry Bird's <laughs> like mowing great. his lawn before the game. <laughs> See, now that's how to be a rich person. That's how to be a rich yep. person. Larry Bird, interesting guy. Zach, we two are interesting guys. Um, <laughs> Which is why... Despite what you just heard for the last hour. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which is why thousands of people listen to our radio program, and we are um, we are appreciative that they do so, because we love doing radio. We want to continue bringing it to you. Uh, if you've not checked out the Gut Check Patreon page, there are there's a treasure trove of additional content, things to read, things to listen to, things to look at. Um Available to you via Patreon. We want to encourage people to sign up. There are two levels. I don't see people as dollar signs except in this one case. Um, <laughs> you can be an $8 or $4 patron. Um, I see them all as family, though. And the kind of family that I don't have to resent for various reasons. Um, <laughs> I just appreciate all of them. Uh, Zach, we've done what we always do on this program. And we will see you. I- <laughs> <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Good radio. My eyes are burning. Why are your eyes burning? Send baby, we know where this is heading. Let's make a run for it and get lost in.